What's going on, guys? My name is Josh. And this is Kirsten. And you are listening to the What's Happening Idaho podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. We are in a new year and we are excited about what's coming up with the next elections. Kirsten, how are you? How was your New Year's Eve? Good, Josh. Thanks. It was quiet and we sent our kids over to friends' houses and they paid it past midnight and we got to just stay home and be cozy. Did you stay up till midnight? I stayed up past midnight just making sure they got home, but mom thing. Yeah, I hear you. I stayed up past midnight working. Oh. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, chatting online and stuff like that. But my kids wanted to stay up till midnight and they only made it till about 930. So Perfect. It, it worked out really well for me. <laughs> Well, today we are joined by a special guest. Today we are joined by my friend and a candidate for uh, race, Todd Engel. Todd, how are you? I'm good, Josh. Thank you. Perfect. Hey, Todd, I got to tell you, I'm really excited. This is the first time that we've actually had a candidate join us via phone. We've always done these in person. So this is really exciting, groundbreaking stuff for the podcast. That opens up opportunities for us to reach out and talk to more people in North Idaho. Uh, As you know, we're located in Canyon County. So, Todd, I do want to ask, what... C and are you running for house senate what are we what are we running for so i'm uh running for a house seat in district one up here in uh, northern idaho and i'm running for seat b which um my opponent is sage dixon what was it that made you decide to run for office well in the last six to twelve months i've been watching what's occurring in Boise. And it was intriguing to me that a lot of the things that I thought would occur in Idaho, us being a conservative state, were not occurring. So I actually have been attending, I I went to the Boise session there, the capital session in, in November. And what I saw was very, very concerning in that uh, nothing got done. So I had already basically thrown my hat into the race at that point. But when I witnessed what occurred there on November 16th, 17th and 18th, I became much more interested and much more, uh, how shall we say, engaged in, in winning this race. What is occurring down there is is truly appalling with our legislature and our Senate, and, and something needs to change. Absolutely. Yeah. That was pretty disappointing. Josh, you were down there. Yeah, I was. I was actually down there with Todd Engel. When you actually made your announcement video, I actually recorded it for him. Nice. So I was excited to see that. You know, there was a lot of disappointment that happened. And I think Idahoans across the state felt that, you know, going back to even with the mask mandates, right? There is so much business that is unfinished and left still on the Mm -hmm. table. And it almost seems like a lot of the lawmakers are out of touch because they're going nowhere near what's important to us. Mm-hmm. Instead, you know, kind of like Todd was saying, when he was down there and I was down there, we wanted to cover masks and COVID shots and making sure that people had work. Unfortunately, what they focused on was going after Priscilla Giddings and that was led by chairman of that is Sage Dixon. It was really disappointing. Yeah, very. Well, Todd, let me ask you some more questions. We, I do want to get into a little bit of your background because I do find it interesting. And I think a lot of that led to where you're at today. But what are some of the mm-hmm. big things that you want to accomplish or focus on, let's say your first year after being elected? So 
what's going on in our state is is disappointing in that I'm watching other states such as Florida and I'm jealous of them and and I don't like being jealous of Florida. What is occurring with our federal government? There needs to be a legislature, a Senate, a governor in our state that will interpose between the citizens of Idaho and the federal government. And what I mean by that is vaccine mandates. We're watching Governor DeSantis interpose himself between the federal government and the citizens of the state in passing legislation, signing executive orders, and thwarting everything coming out of D.C. when it comes to COVID, mass mandates, vaccine mandates, and mandates, and the destruction of his economy in Florida. And I would like to see that in Idaho because we are supposed to be a conservative state, but we are failing in so many areas that this is one of the reasons that I I chose to run. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm, I agree. I know. It's very disappointing. So, Tug, you're up in North Idaho. Where? What part of Idaho? That would be District 1. What, what's your closest city? Let me start there. So, it would be uh, uh, Sandpoint, mm. and then um, we have a place up in Bonners Ferry also. Mm, gotcha. Now, you live off-grid, don't you? Correct. Yeah, I oh, do. I love that so much. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> You know, what's funny about it, and I do want to hear a little bit about that as well, is what's funny about it is, is when you think of off-grid, you think no running water, no, you know, heat except for fireplace, no refrigeration, no anything like that. But I've been to representative and candidate for Mm -hmm. Secretary of State Dorothy Moon's house. Mm -hmm. She lives Mm off-grid. You wouldn't be able to tell. Right. I mean, it's, it's just phenomenal. So tell us a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. She's got Mm -hmm. solar, but also what's cool is. She's got, you know, of course, they use ice for refrigeration and things like that or in their cooler, but they've got that creek running by that's cold year round. You can stick a little metal (laughs) grocery cart thing in there and keep all your groceries cold. (laughs) What? I have that out in the back of my... Well, there you go. Runs year round. Into the world, you've got something to keep your stuff cold. I'm going to be like, kids, go get some milk out of the uh, air and drain. There you go. (laughs) So, Todd, tell us a little bit about your situation. Like, are you, I know you're off grid, but are you like close to town? How do you, yeah, go ahead. My my situation is probably a little uh, more entertaining than Dorothy. (laughs) In that my cabin is not completely finished. Mm. Oh, chilly. Yeah, so it's it's somewhat insulated, but it has no running water, it has no plumbing, it has no electricity, no solar. It has a wood stove, and I basically live right around that thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's you know it's a work in progress. I'm still finishing the tongue and grease ceiling. About ready to start putting in the kitchen cabinets. Uh, I've got a shower in, but there's no shower head or running water to it so the showers are entertaining and the drain hole goes outside so if it's windy outside it's windy in the shower (laughs) (laughs) keeping it real (laughs) composting toilet what do you just uh outhouse what do you got i have an outhouse yes i have an outhouse it doesn't have a door on it but it has a great view (laughs) okay there you go well perfect (laughs) do you have do you have running water near like a creek or anything no, I don't. I'm up on the wow. side of a mountain, Ooh. and I have to haul water from a friend's spring up on the uh, a few hundred yards away. Mm. Well, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, and, uh, I'm actually going to do a video for it, video for everybody of just watching me get to the cabin. Right? Oh it, yeah. It, it takes chains and snow shovels, and <laughs> it's wow. a lot of fun. Well, I think that's why a lot of people move to Idaho is they envision that just freedom. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times, you know, getting off grid and 
getting away from people, that's the freedom that a lot of people desire. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Herndon just said I have I have internet nearby and I'm thinking, no, why would you want that? Like we're trying to get away <laughs> from all that junk. He well, finally has internet next door. It's needed, especially with the campaign, you know, for you're sure. running that. Elon Musk's, I think it's called mm-hmm. Starlink, is is supposed to be really good for rural areas. Mm-hmm. Ta- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Have yeah, you been gosh. have you been building this cabin by yourself or what does that process look like? Yeah, so actually um uh, in the fall of 2014, I broke ground, and I have literally built this thing almost completely by myself, except for um, stacking the trusses and and doing the roof. Other wow. than that, uh, walls, floors, tile, every single thing I've I've had to do myself. And I'm I'm a YouTube carpenter. Yes. yes. Nice. I say I'm about to graduate from YouTubeversity. <laughs> <laughs> there's everything you could possibly want to know about permaculture gardening that my husband's learning solar for an rv mm-hmm. he wants to be you know yeah. it's you know what i'll say this i i went to film school right mm-hmm. and i tell people all the time i'm like nah don't go unless you really want to pay fifty thousand yep. dollars mm-hmm. for a piece of paper because everything i've learned you can learn on youtube yep, mm-hmm. yep. So, and some 12 year old is now teaching it, so that's great. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I literally watched my son's friend, he has a YouTube channel on doing card tricks. Genius. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. So, let me ask you this, Todd. And I know the answer mm-hmm. to this. You started that back in 2014, it seems like a long time mm-hmm. to be working on a cabin. What kind of was there anything that kind of put that on hold? So, in the spring of 2014, I uh, participated in a protest down in Nevada. It's known as the Bundy Ranch. I went down there and was in the protest. I worked with law enforcement officers during the uh, duration of everything that occurred there in the wash between protesters and the Bureau of Land Management. And for that hour and a half at that protest, I was put on trial in Las Vegas in a 10-week trial and uh, convicted of two counts of the 11 accounts, of 11 counts that were I was charged with. And for that, I received 14 year, 14 year sentence. And uh, they shipped me off to Lompoc prison. I spent 26 months there of my four and a half years. And the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals in the spring summer of 2020 overturned the jury's conviction and gave it back to the federal government, the the prosecutors to put me on trial again. And they, uh, folded their hand and refused to put me on trial again and release me with, with prejudice, which means with all my rights restored. Amazing. So I, yeah, I was released in 20, in 2020, September of 2020, about 16 months ago. And uh, it's, been, it's been an amazing 16 months. Yeah. And at that point, I began to finally get to enjoy North, enjoy North Idaho and start working on the cabin again. This episode is brought to you by Spire Visuals. Spire Visuals is Idaho's premier video production company that puts an emphasis on social media marketing. Whether you're looking to run an ad for your company to attract new employees or new clients, or if you're looking to create a video to tell people who you are and why you're running for office, Spire Visuals is your number one stop. Look, 
Let me tell you some facts about running social media ads with a video. By 2022, online videos will make up more than 82% of all consumer internet traffic, 15 times higher than it was in 2017. Viewers retain 95% of a message when they watch it in video, compared to only 10% when reading in text. 78% of people watch online videos every week, with 55% of viewers watching videos every day. 85% of consumers want to see more video content from brands. Look, folks, the data is there and it is pointing to a need and a desire from consumers for video production in your brand. So don't hesitate today. Reach out to Josh at Spire Visuals. His email is josh at spirevisuals.com. Their website is spirevisuals.com and his phone number is 208-994-2063. Again, 208-994-2063. You have a new um, interest in what freedom tastes like now, I bet. Oh, absolutely. Um, Everything that people find disconcerting, I find glorious. Mm -hmm. When it snows a foot and it's below zero, I love it. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Putting tire chains on does not upset me. No. I I walk around regularly, you guys, saying, when people say, gosh, it's cold, I always say it beats prison. (laughs) <laughs> right? I'm picturing Todd up in the mountains doing twirls like frozen chicks and singing, let it go, let it go. Snow angels. <laughs> Snow angels. <laughs> yeah, Just excited to exactly. be free. That is a hard hour and a half worth of. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it, there's a lot of interesting, interesting stories that came out of this. But the, the officer that I worked with, he was a Nevada State Trooper. He actually testified on the stand that I was, uh, I was hopeful. Oh, officer God. Shannon, right? After Officer, uh, yep, Shannon, mm-hmm. wow. what was his last name? But anyway, um, the, the reason I was convicted is that they, I asked a question concerning one of the Bureau of Land Management agents, Agent Dan Love, that had uh, been protected by the court and the government and was not going to have to testify at our trial. I asked one question about him, and the judge stripped me of my right to defend myself. Oh. Uh, I, was, I was a pro se defendant defending myself. Sarah Brady, anyone? No, he don't yeah, ask questions. Don't. Yeah, you know what's yeah. in, he? He represented himself, and he did yeah, a phenomenal that's job what she's with trying it. Trying to do. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, yeah. you were looking at essentially a, a life conviction. I mean, going away for the rest of your life, right? It had they? Yeah, we were we were facing over a hundred years at that point, and uh, I was just literally fighting for my life. And the disconcerting thing about federal court is that you really don't have a jury of your peers like you would hopefully in a state court. Yeah. Um, these are, these were not my peers. I wasn't even near my home and there really isn't a rule of law concerning when it comes to the constitution in a federal trial. I actually, as I defended myself, I tried to say first amendment, second amendment, right to keep and bear arms. And the judge said, do not say those words in my courtroom. And wow. in a moment of complete frustration, I looked at that area and I said, can I say freedom of speech in your courtroom? Hmm. He said, no, you may not. Garth. Very similar. Yeah. It was very sad. Wow. So yeah. I have to ask, did you know Jesus before this experience or did you get real close during those years? <laughs> no, no, no. I had to, you know, you don't want to study the, the user's manual on a plane when you're going down. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Sage <laughs> advice right there. Know it. You want to kind of know the user's manual before mm-hmm. the plane is heading towards the ground. So, no, I was, I've was. i been a Christian most of my life. Mm. Obviously, you know, being a Christian can be a roller coaster ride. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but once once I was arrested, I mean, then you really begin to lean on the good Lord, yeah, and to dig into to to the Bible and and uh, and when you get convicted and you're facing you know 14 years, you just put all your faith in Him and go, Lord, I'm completely out of control. I have no control over which direction my life is going from here on out, mm-hmm. but you have control, and I will. Uh, I'll let you take the controls of this bus, mm-hmm. and I'll just sit in the back and go wherever you're going. Yeah, yeah. No better driver. It's good. No better driver. Mm-hmm. So, Kirsten, you know yeah. this. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think he was just agreeing. Oh. No better driver. Okay. Do I pay the electric bill, or do I let my kids or nephews and nieces, whomever, talk to their loved one while they're awaiting trial or sitting unjustly in there? I had to tell you, looking at the videos of Todd back mm-hmm. at Bundy Ranch. I sat there just shocked that he was convicted because, I mean, out of out of anybody in the world, if you had watched those videos, you'd be like, surely that's the last guy they're going to, you mm-hmm. know, to even talk to. Because, like he said, he was actually helping with controlling traffic, working My with the, the police, and this is what they did to him. Right. So, it's really concerning, and it's something that we're seeing as a trend, too, uh, across the board. I mean, look at January 6th, there were people who just went to yep. attend in Washington, D.C., yep. and now they're... They're the insurrectionists. Yeah. Yeah. No, we've lost our minds for sure. Well, Todd, I thank God that that you got home and that Mm -hmm. the Ninth Circuit overturned it. And I really do believe that God is going to use you as an instrument here in Idaho to continue to spread liberty. And you have a new style of protest that you can do, and that's protesting for the people in the house, Mm -hmm. carrying bills that are positive and have a positive effect on Idahoans. Yeah, and we'd like to be down there and doing what we can. I know Josh and I are we're going to try to get a group to help you guys read them and try to figure it out. So if anybody wants to get involved in that, we definitely could use you. We're recruiting right now for you know, it's a short time but bills need to be read every day. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's a group up north that does it as well. She's recruiting right now. She's oh, helping that's, us. Oh, mm-hmm. perfect. Yep. Heather perfect. Scott. Yep. It's good. Well, good. Well, um, I was going to say, what are the things that you're hoping to accomplish? Todd? I know looking for freedom and everything. Is there, are there big things on your to-do list when you get there? Well, primarily is, as I stated earlier, is to protect the citizens of Idaho from the things that are coming out of D.C. Um, vaccine mandates, critical race theory back in a few years ago with Obamacare. These things are, these things are not constitutional. Um, I think that we need to exercise the Tenth Amendment in a much more, how shall I say it, extraordinary fashion. I think that the federal government needs to understand that the Tenth Amendment does exist and that the states will utilize it. And it, the, the, with the legislature, though, and, and our current governor, we just really don't have anybody that's willing to you know, dig their heels in and begin to exercise our Tenth Amendment rights. So I would like to protect the state, our citizens, from these vaccine mandates, destruction of our businesses, and, and, and just set them back on their heels and say, we won't take this anymore. I don't want to see anybody have to go through what I went through you know, with a federal army coming in and shooting somebody's cattle and body slamming grandmothers and putting up First Amendment area signs and violating our rights. I just, I just, I hope that we never have to walk out of our, our homes again armed heading into harm's way. So to avoid that, I'm going to now hopefully enter into the legislature and and be able to 
assist my fellow lawmakers in, in protecting the, the citizens of Idaho. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Good. And it's, it's, do you okay. do anything with Health Freedom Idaho? Are, are they? Uh, we, we actually were down there a couple weeks ago uh, protesting everything that was going on mm-hmm. at Kootenai Health. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm starting to get involved a little bit with them and, and make sure that you know, they're firing unbelievably they're firing our nurses firing our doctors when they do not need to do this at a, at a time when we need our doctors and our nurses the most absolutely yeah they're drawing a line in the sand we've got to yeah i like health freedom idaho a lot they've been very helpful in spreading the word and getting mm-hmm. bad legislation put away and stuff so what were you gonna ask josh amen Oh, I was just going to say, they have a real big showing up north, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of them. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. I thought that it was mainly here in the Treasure Valley, but mm-hmm. they're all over. Yeah. Todd, I, I really appreciate the fact that you're being proactive. You know, it is important that we're we're reactive, right? When our neighbor needs our help, we show up, right? But we need to get to a point where our philosophy is, is this episode is brought to you by Statecraft Consulting. Statecraft Consulting is Idaho's premier political consulting firm. Look, if you're even considering running for office, Statecraft Consulting should be your first call. Reason being is they're going to give you an in-depth analysis of what your race will look like, what kind of money you'll need to raise, how many votes you'll need to convert, and how to put that all together in a formidable action plan. Statecraft Consulting doesn't want to leave you alone in the dark as you try and figure it out. So give them a call. Also, if you're a small business and there's something you are passionate about that you need a lobbyist at the state house, Statecraft Consulting is there. Now I will let you know, Statecraft Consulting is made up of conservative Christians. So if your agenda matches up with that of a conservative Christian, give them a call. Their phone number is 208-994-2063. Please ask for Josh. Or you can be reached by email at josh at statecraftconsulting.com. Don't hesitate to reach out. I want to get in front of this. So if there's going to be an issue for my neighbor or myself or or anyone, we need to proactively try and find a solution. And I think that's really the direction you're heading. And that's what I absolutely love is I love seeing people who are passionate, intelligent, and caring, and also believe in the Constitution and follow it, both the state Constitution and our federal Constitution, and want to live that. So I got to tell you, out of candidates in the House race who are not current incumbents, I'm completely stoked about your race because I know you're going to be the person that you are today in the house and no amount of political action committees and lobbyist money will sway you from doing what's right by Idahoans. No, Josh, they'll, um, they'll never even approach me if they're smart. The question was just put to me. What if, what if uh, a big pharmacy or a big tech or somebody donated to me? I said, well, it would be fun to either send the money back, and they would do it on camera, or I would donate it to charity, or I would give it to, if it was pharmac- big pharma, I would donate it to somebody who suffered a vaccine injury. There you go. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's good. You should do yeah. a video. Uh, if you get money from big pharma, right? Let's say Pfizer cuts you a check. You should do mm-hmm. it uh, with a video where you're saying, hey, we're donating this to, you know, this person who's been I know. harmed, you know. <laughs> injured by a Pfizer vaccine. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be writing this check to Health Freedom Idaho to fight. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm excited because we need some new House members since we're losing some. We've got to fill those seats with some good people. It's scary. You know, we're losing four conservatives in the House, Mm -hmm. right? And you have to remember that pre-K bill only died by one vote. Now, when I say pre-K, you know, most people Mm -hmm. go, hey, we need 
pre-K mm-hmm. funding, right? Mm-hmm. You know, most people here in Idaho. But the problem is, is even if you agreed with that, mm-hmm. the problem is, is they were sneaking things in. Oh, yeah. There's like strings having attached. It, having it to where there was a tracking system mm-hmm. that tracked what you said at home mm-hmm. so that they could analyze it and learn speech patterns that your mm-hmm. kid are learning. Well, crap. Mm-hmm. It's to hear what you're talking about at mm-hmm. home. That's what that's for. You also look at the books that were recommended oh, yeah. on the website. So bad. Racism is a white person's problem. Right. <laughs> All these Because my four-year-old really yeah. cares well, about skin color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. It's, it's the whole thing is just absurd. So I, I'll tell you, I am concerned because right now we don't have control of the Senate. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't have, if Brad Little wins his reelection, we don't have uh, the executive branch. Right. Mm-hmm. So right there, if we lose the House, mm-hmm. they can sweep things through. And all we can do is. You know, make mm-hmm. arguments and lose every time. Right. I mean, so it's it's so important. And, you know, that's why I'm making sure that I am extending myself to help anybody running mm-hmm. who's a conservative. I will help you in any way I can to what capacity I can. Right. You know. Well, and Josh and I are PCs. Have you done anything with precinct committeemen up there? Do you have a good relationship with your central I'm committee? Starting, yeah, I'm starting to form relationships with them. Um, like I said, I've been I've been away at a uh, all inclusive hotel. Quite a while, so. <laughs> just getting just getting plugged back into the political system here. But you know what? What I think we all should be doing is running uh, running towards the trouble, running towards the problems, mm-hmm. not away from them. Uh, we you know we watch firefighters and police run towards the burning buildings on nine eleven. Yeah, we watch. Now, when Biden left a lot of our people behind it, there in Afghanistan, we watch private businesses charter jets and go and get people out. Mm-hmm. Um, we, George Washington could have gone home, but he didn't. He crossed the Delaware and headed towards Trenton and the trouble with the Hessians. He didn't run from it. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, at this point, we're just going to have to all stand strong and, and stand tall and stand proud you know, in the knowledge, really, of who we are. And we're we're conservatives. We're Christians. We love liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's time we gird our loins and, and tighten our belts and, and put on the whole armor of God and, and run towards the trouble. Amen. Yeah. It's a spiritual there's, battle there's, for sure. Yeah, there's nothing more that I would have de- than I desired than to to come home and and seek a quiet place by a creek or move to Mexico or just go and get alone. But I just I find myself wanting to fight for my state yeah mm-hmm. you know and if anybody would have earned that it would have been you mm-hmm. you know leave me alone yeah Tyler. Well, I, I won't kid you i mean i tried made an attempt to try to move to mexico and <laughs> <laughs> to shut that door on me <laughs> yeah well uh, you know so, we have all these grandiose ideas right that we want to do we want to accomplish and then sometimes god just says well that's not the door i'm going to open nice for you try. Yeah. turn left yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. pick up your cross follow me yeah. uh, amen when you said the run towards you know with the firefighters and everything it reminded me of carter column do you know who he is pastor carter column i don't so he did a sermon the day after this first sunday after 9 11 And Mm -hmm. he was talking about running to it. I'll make sure to send it to you. But if any of our listeners want to check it out, it's on YouTube. Just type in first sermon after 9-11, Carter Column. It's beautiful, Mm. beautiful sermon. And he was talking about we should be that way with God. You know, he saw, you know, all these firefighters and policemen, citizens running towards the rebel Mm. instead Mm -hmm. of running away. Mm -hmm. And he once he looked at that and he's like, God, don't let me be 
any less of a man than that for your kingdom. So mm. I just, when you said that, it reminded me of it. And that is one of my absolute favorite sermons. Mm. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Just put it in the notes below. <laughs> uh, it's actually on your YouTube. Uh, I <laughs> So I'm connected to this call through my phone, Todd. So I asked her, I was like, give me your phone, give me your phone. I was trying to remember who it was that, that did that sermon. Smart. Yep. Good. All right, Todd, if people want to donate to your campaign, and, and I have to stress and emphasize that it is so important that people do, because even a grassroots campaign still costs thousands of dollars to run an effective race. Where can they donate? So, yeah, Josh, we have a uh, website. It's uh, Ingle for Idaho, E-N-G-E-L-F-O-R, Idaho.com. And we also have a Facebook page, same um, same handle. And we have a Telegram channel also, Ingle for Idaho, where I think at each location there's a donate button. And, and we could really, we could use any help. $20 is, is a big deal to us because we're we're really grassroots here. We won't be taking any any uh, big pharmacy money, or big tech money, IACI money, and uh, we're just we're just doing on a word of mouth. Family, friends, myself, we're all just chipping in every every dollar we can to to sustain this this campaign. But we're we're gonna win, Josh. I have a great feeling that we're gonna win. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Keep Cod in the forefront and do what he says. And I hope a lot of people will come and help you and rally and realize that I don't think anyone realizes that our legislators make a pittance and they're not doing it for the money and they're they're truly their hearts are in it for for the right reasons. And we need more patriots like you that are willing to do that. It's a big deal. Absolutely. Agreed. I, I appreciate it. And and uh, many of us have 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 the same exact sentiment is that we have got to step up. We we stayed out of politics for too long and and let others handle it, and they've let us down. So it's time for us, us independent, liberty-minded people that wanted to just raise our kids and, and hang out and watch football, for all of us to get involved now yeah. and and head into politics and head head towards the trouble, or we're going to lose this state. Mm-hmm. It's it's the Trump Republicans that we need to show up. So mm-hmm. I'll give you an example uh, in. District current district ten, only seven percent, less than seven percent actually, mm-hmm. showed up for the primaries. But yeah. uh, I think it was over thirty some odd percent showed up to vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. need that difference to show up and vote in the primaries because it's in in many ways it's more important. I got to tell you, you know, we're talking about who is going to run, not just the country, but who's going to make decisions. On the state level. <laughs> mm-hmm. So showing up and, and voting in the general and circling Republican, you know, that's great. But in most of these counties, we've already got those, you know, in districts, we've got those locked down. Still need to show up. We can't be complacent. Mm-mm. But we need to show up where the real fight is. And in Idaho, it is this May 17th. Absolutely. And it needs to be Christians. Turn out um, in big numbers at Mm -hmm. the polls and don't keep saying, oh, we're not supposed to get involved. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, give to Caesar what Caesar. Caesar's asking for your vote. So get out there and vote. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we have to. We have to. We're going to be door knocking. We're going to be calling. We're going to be going 100 percent from here on out till May 17th. And the key is going to be turnout. Because especially up here in northern Idaho, we, our general election is almost irrelevant after the primary. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins the primary, that Republican will 
uh, almost every time win the general election. Uh, general election. So uh, that's key to us up here mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. It's great. Todd, is there anything else you want to leave us with? Uh, just, you guys, I just want to thank you for everything that you do and have been doing. And I need the folks that are listening just to pray. That's the key. Uh, if you can't, if you're unable to donate, then just, just pray for, for our campaign and pray for our state. Um, prayer works. It got me out of, I'm a miracle walking. Mm. People do yeah. not get, have the Ninth Circuit overturn their cases and then the government doesn't put them on trial again and lets them uh, lets them out of prison after almost five years with their gun rights restored. It's mm. so I was only I was only blessed by God through the prayer of, of His saints. So uh, through the prayers of a righteous man avails much. So that's the key, mm. and that and that's really my request. Todd, you will be in my prayers, yes. and I will also make sure to send you a donation. And I encourage everybody to send Todd and Gold donation. This is somebody you guys need to get behind. Yeah, even if it's twenty dollars and twenty two cents in yeah. honor of the year, do something. <laughs> let's let's ch- make that the challenge. I think we'll so. all donate twenty dollars and twenty two cents. Th- I'm going to uh, listeners. If you do, go ahead and email yeah. Kirsten two hundred eight. Text call. me. Text her. Yeah, that's a better way to 208-999-7390. go. Two hundred eight nine 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 seven three nine zero. I would love to hear that you gave to Todd. If you give to Todd, we'll actually do something special. We'll put your name as a recognition somehow, either on. Uh, the website we have or on our Facebook page, we'll do something. So mm-hmm. make sure you give at least $20 and 22 cents mm-hmm. to Todd Ingle. And commit to prayer. And pray. Yeah. Absolutely. And pass this podcast on because the more people that hear your heart, Todd, I think, um, you know, they really need to see who are, um, who's on our ballot and hear their heart. So that's important. Absolutely. It's good. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, it's great. We appreciate you too. Thank you for staying in the fight, Todd. Yes. I appreciate it. I love you guys. God bless you. you. God bless you. See you. All right, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Again, please go to Todd Ingle's website, donate $20.22 at least, and then message Kirsten at 208-999-7390. We'll get you added to specialists. And again, thank you guys for tuning in. Keep praying for Todd and other conservative candidates. We'll talk to you again next time. 